You're pregnant and concerned about the COVID-19 virus. It's only natural. So let's talk about vaccination, therapies, and what to anticipate if you get the virus. I'm Deborah Howell, and our guest today is Dr. Spencer Cooper, a maternal fetal medicine specialist at Tri-State Perinatology. Welcome, Dr. Cooper. Thank you. It's good to be here. Such a pleasure. So, you know, you hear so much in the news and online, and everyone in the world wants to know the truth. Should pregnant women get the COVID-19 vaccine? Absolutely. This is something that we all maternal field medicine subspecialists in our field, as well as in our practice and our OBGYN providers, all believe strongly that all pregnant women should receive the COVID-19 vaccine. And I noticed that you said all. Absolutely. There are very few, if any, contraindications to the vaccination. And we would love to anyone that has concerns about a potential medical condition, we would love to talk to them further. But uh, I can tell you that nearly all women should receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Got it. Now, does the vaccine actually cross the placenta? That's a really good question. And that was the initial concern. And I think that led to hesitancy of some people of uh, avoiding the vaccine during pregnancy. But studies have shown and expert societies have agreed that the vaccine does not cross the placenta and therefore does not reach the baby. That is awesome news. This vaccine just keeps getting better and better, right? Correct. <laughs> We're lucky. Exactly. Now, is there a best time during pregnancy to get the COVID-19 vaccine? I have that conversation with my patients often, and I tell them the earliest, the better. Certainly, if someone's considering pregnancy, they should get the vaccine before pregnancy so that they're protected. The vaccine has been shown not to affect uh, fertility, and therefore, they don't have to worry about potential infertility being a concern of the vaccine. But if they're in the first trimester um, and they're not vaccinated, I would recommend the patient receive the vaccine as soon as possible. Okay. And which brand of vaccine should a pregnant woman choose? Really, it comes down to uh, which one they're most comfortable with. The Moderna or Pfizer are the vaccine brands that I typically discuss with my patients. The Johnson & Johnson initially was paused by the Food and Drug Administration for a short period of time for concern of a rare blood clotting disorder, and this was mainly in reproductive age women. While this was only about 30 cases out of 6 million, it was cause for concern. This is exceedingly rare, and if your only option is Johnson & Johnson, I would say get the Johnson & Johnson. If you're given all three options uh, because of that exceedingly rare complication and because that can be a big deal. I would tell my patients that they have the option of Moderna or Pfizer to pick one of those two. But again, any vaccine is better than no vaccine. And if a patient's only option is Johnson & Johnson, I would tell them to receive that vaccine. Understood. Now, if a pregnant woman understands that the vaccine is recommended but wants to wait to receive the vaccine until after delivery, how can she protect herself and her family in the meantime? So the best way is to use her family to cocoon around her and really form that cocoon and protect her. So every family member should be vaccinated. So therefore, any contact point that she has is going to be vaccinated and decrease her risk of being exposed to the virus. Additionally, mask wearing at all times when she's out in public or around anyone potentially that she's not in that cocooning family member to decrease her risk of being exposed to the virus. And now the vaccine is one thing. What about the booster? So I think the the booster is something for all pregnant women who are eligible. So what that means is six months from their initial vaccine completion series that they're eligible for the booster. The reason they should get that, and I do recommend that for all eligible pregnant women to receive that, the reason is that studies have shown that we lose our protection against getting infected to the COVID-19 vaccine. So while the vaccines are still incredibly effective at preventing severe, we lose that effectiveness against 
against actually being infected. So I do recommend that pregnant women receive the booster as soon as they're eligible. So that would be six months from completion of their dose so that they're protected against not getting the COVID-19 infection. And this is because, you know, our ability to fight the disease wanes after a certain amount of time, correct? That's exactly right. So we lose our antibody response. So if we're exposed to the virus, the ability of our body to say, this doesn't belong, I need to fight this and remove it from my body. So if we lose that ability, our body still remembers how to fight the virus. We still remember how to mount that immune response and uh, prevent the severe disease. But ultimately, we want to prevent ourselves from getting sick. And that's what the booster is going to allow us to do. Okay, so now you've gotten a positive test. What are the current treatment strategies being used for pregnant women who are infected with COVID-19? So if you have a positive test, what I would recommend, even if you're feeling well, I would recommend notifying your obstetrical provider so that your obstetrical provider can be aware that you're positive and that he or she's office can be checking in on you and to make sure you're doing okay. Additionally, in our office, we do um, start patients on a certain vitamin cocktail that to hopefully boost their immunity. Additionally, there's now the use of monoclonal antibodies, and a name of that that commonly is used is called Regeneron or Regencov, and the monoclonal antibodies help prevent severe disease, so help prevent hospitalization. For those patients that are uh, that are infected within 14 days of symptom onset, we do recommend that pregnant patients receive the monoclonal antibody to decrease the risk of hospitalization. This is probably one of the only cocktails you would recommend to pregnant women, right? 100%. You know, <laughs> you read a lot in the media, on social media, of ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. I, I cannot express to you strongly enough that we strongly advise against pregnant women receiving ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. All right, the big day is finally here. What strategies are being used to keep pregnant women and their babies safe when they're admitted for delivery? We take this exceedingly serious at the Women's Hospital here at Deaconess. We have a universal mask mandate so that every single provider and every single support person that you come in contact to here will be wearing a mask at all times to protect you. And in that same manner, we ask you and your support person to also wear a mask to help protect us and help protect the other patients. We also have a vaccine mandate among our staff so that our staff is fully vaccinated against COVID-19 to protect you, your care person, and also your baby. And are all women who are being admitted being tested for COVID-19? No, there are some centers that initially started that in the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, our center does not test women unless they're symptomatic. If you're symptomatic, that certainly is something uh, that we would discuss with you. But we do not universally test all women as they're admitted to the women's hospital. Okay. Now, should pregnant women be tested before a scheduled admission? That's a good question and a good thought. We don't traditionally recommend that people be tested before they come in for a scheduled admission uh, for obstetrics. However, if you're more comfortable being tested, you and your care person, certainly that's something that we would support and we could help you find a location that could help you be tested. Okay, so you have your baby, you're in the hospital, you have a million things going through your mind, you know, so many tasks with your new child. Can a newly postpartum woman be given the COVID-19 vaccine before discharge so she doesn't have to worry about that? We can make this easy for you. Just like your flu vaccine before you leave the hospital, we can give you the COVID-19 vaccine. Awesome. That's so good. Now, can a mom who just received the vaccine breastfeed? 
Absolutely. The vaccine, there is thought that the vaccine, if you make the antibodies to the COVID-19 vaccine, or I'm sorry, to the COVID-19 virus, that your antibodies are going to cross through your breast milk to the baby so that your baby is going to get protection just like baby does. And that's why you get the Tdap shot at 28 weeks. So you make that immune response and you protect your baby against the whooping cough. You all protect your baby against COVID-19 as well. Great. Now, what's something you wish pregnant women understood about COVID-19? The number one thing that I wish pregnant women understood about COVID-19, that this is an exceedingly serious virus that affects pregnant women disproportionately to the non-pregnant population. We, in our nearly two years of the pandemic, we have admitted nearly 80 women with COVID-19. These women were exceedingly sick, and the vaccine is something that could have prevented hospitalization and also prevented severe disease in these women. We have a way to prevent women from getting sick and potentially babies from being exposed to complications. And I would strongly encourage women to receive the vaccine. Boy, you sound like a wonderful advocate for women. What's the best part about your job, Dr. Cooper? The best sharp part is that I get invited into the most special time of a person's life and that I can help that person to just enjoy this special time to deliver safe care and to just be a part of this joyous occasion. Well, I've just really loved being a part of this conversation. Just wonderful. Excellent information, Dr. Cooper. Thanks for your expertise and for being with us today. Thank you. This is the Women's Hospital, a place for all your life. For more information, head on over to deaconess.com slash TSP. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Deaconess Women's Hospital podcasts. And for more health tips and updates, follow us on your social channels. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening and have yourself a great day.